Hi, it's uh, Pete Norstead here, and welcome to another Focused on Football and uh, Trode on Sports World Cup betting podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. The world seems to have ended, Jimmy. How are you doing? Yes, mate. Terrible. Well, I can't believe it. A a nil-nil draw with the USA. We're top of the group. And uh, as you know from listening yesterday, I was out with some lovely drunken ladies last night. Didn't get to see any of the game. I knew the score. Looked on social media at the end, which obviously is always a silly thing to do. Well, it's like, I thought we got beat 4-0 with the reactions to it. Did you see the game? Yes, I did. Yeah, and I, I, you know, it is what it is. I thought USA actually played very well, to be honest. And, you know, let, let's put it let's put it bluntly. I mean, we had this 0-0 draw, didn't we, against Scotland uh, in the Euros. They went through to the final. Brazil had the only game in the... Um, in the World Cup, yeah, uh, and and let's not forget as well, Portugal won the Euros without winning a game in ninety minutes. Well, we we talked about it pre-game in terms of I highlighted my concerns about us defensively looking a little bit sort of suspect at times against an Iranian side that aren't the greatest team ever. We managed to concede twice to them. Could have been three if it hadn't been for that great Pickford save. So we highlighted an area of concern possibly leaky defence. They play against a competent international opponent in the USA, keep a clean sheet, and the world's ended. I, I, yeah. I genuinely despair with this modern generation, Pete, really. This must-have-now society. This is tournament football. You can't win every game. You have to manage your resources and your energy levels through it. Yes. I'm yes. delighted with this. I'm delighted. Look at the league table. We are top of the group. Destiny in our own hands. The draw is potentially opening up for us a little bit with, with certain teams not performing as we'd expect them to. I, I, I'm delighted, Pete. Stuff I mean, pe- everybody else. I mean, people were uh, moaning that Foden wasn't playing, etc. But the great thing is, is that he's, relatively, he's fresh, isn't Just he? Just about to say that you're playing in hot temperatures, you are managing resources through to a stage. If, if England get through to a quarter final or a semi final and they've brought somebody like Phil Foden on five times in games that don't really matter that much in the grand scheme of things, and he can't be an impact player in a big game when we need him to be. People have moaned. They're resting these, you know, the flair players, the ones who come on in the last 20 minutes, not not giving them huge amounts of game time, and people are moaning. I, I, I'm losing my sanity with people, mate. It, it's... It's hard work because we all know that winning, the, the end result is all that matters. If it doesn't work and we crash out, then yeah, Southgate can come out with, with some criticism. But to be undefeated and then still receive a load of stick, uh, well, it's, they always talk about it being the impossible job. And I think the way people are reacting over the last day or so shows that in some ways it is. Right. Anyway, I, sorry, apologies yeah. all for ranting, but it's annoyed uh, me today. After 20 games then, you had a great day yesterday. You're plus 6.38 points and I am minus 0.11 points. So it's a good, solid start there. 20 incredible, games, Peter. Yeah. Incredible yeah. betting every game. Yeah, so it's it's quite good. I was just, just saying to somebody yesterday... During this World Cup, some people will have really done their conquers. You imagine what the book, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, let, let's put it this way. Yesterday, I was plus 0.16 points and you were 
plus 2.32. Now, that is, that's good when you consider that Wales lost, England didn't win, the Netherlands didn't win. You know, so it's... Yeah, three, three strong favourites. Yeah, so it's... In and around even money or short, it didn't win, yet we're still turning a profit, yeah? Yeah, so that, that, that's quite good. But let's not, um, <laughs> let's not uh, get too carried away. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's, let's start with uh, tomorrow's matches. Interesting set of games, I think. Uh, Japan versus Costa Rica. Japan obviously coming off that win you know, against uh, uh, Germany. Fantastic win. And Costa Rica come off that very bad defeat um, uh, against Spain, 7-0. Now, my ratings are suggesting that Costa Rica has some value, plus one and a quarter goals. But it, it's that last game that really, really puts me off. And the ratings are suggesting some value under two and a half goals. And I think the under two and a half goals is a better option, uh, you know, to take for, for, for these ratings. Well, if Wednesday was the day of surprise performances in this tournament, then Sunday is definitely the day of reactionary lines. Every single game on Sunday has seen a line move. And this game, Japan-Costa Rica, is the biggest line move of the tournament so far. It opened minus a half. It's now Japan minus one and a quarter. Now, I have a little bit of concern here, Pete, in terms of how do we assess Costa Rica? I don't mean in terms of their playing ability, because I'm, I'm not sure they're very good, but in terms of the mentality, because they've been hammered by Spain and they've you know got minus seven goal difference. They play Japan now and then they play Germany. They've got nowhere to go in this tournament, really. Even if they win this game, their goal difference going into a game against Germany they're probably out of the tournament already. I mean, I think it's too much of a line move. Now, I appreciate Costa Rica were, were battered by Spain, but there's now so much expectancy on these Japanese players. And I talked yesterday about how how will Saudi Arabia do today in their game against Poland? And I think that's really important. If Saudi Arabia can put a performance in against Poland, it might give you a little bit more hope if you want to back Japan. And I say that because these smaller nations, when they go up against the bigger teams in their opening game, they'll have had months to work on a game plan, how to shut down Argentina in Saudi Arabia's case and in Japan's case, how to close down the Germans. Now they're having a quick turnaround against a weaker opponent. Can they follow through on those performances? Or is it literally a case of they've thrown everything at that first game and then they've got nowhere to go. Now, I've got no real strong fancy in the, the match line now. It's trended to one and a quarter because I don't know the mentality of these Costa Rican players. I'm going to agree with you, Pete. I'm going to take the under two and a half goals here at 1.85 because at the end of the day in life, like if this was a League Two game or anything, I would be looking at the team that's conceded seven, really looking to be tight, really work on the defensive shape over the next few days before this game. Japan, there's a lot of expectancy, so I expect them to possibly come out a little bit nervous. So I think this could be a low-scoring game, with especially the Costa Ricans concentrating on defence. And we'll go with the under two and a half goals at 1.85. If Japan win tomorrow, wow, that sets the, 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 the cat amongst the pigeons, doesn't it? It does, which is possibly what puts me off backing them, to be honest, Pete, because it, it, 
it's not a spot that they're going to be familiar with. And then all of a sudden they've beaten Germany and they're going into this game and it's like, crikey, huge pressure. I'm not sure, have Japan ever been in this spot before in terms of a, you know, potentially causing a huge shock by putting out either Spain or Germany? I'm not no. sure they have and no. how will they handle it? Yeah. Next up, uh, Belgium against uh, Morocco. Belgium, you know, <laughs> didn't look good against Canada um, in truth, mind you, though. Uh, obviously, they did beat the Morocco, you know, coming off a draw against Croatia. So, fairly, um, you know, fairly uh, solid. Uh, Moraitis is suggesting decent value Belgium, and I'm going to take that minus a half goal at 2.03. Oh no, Peter! We're on the same page again here. This is this is concerning. Um, the line opened a full goal, but the way in which Belgium were exposed by the Canadians at times was in the line half, and obviously Morocco put in a good performance in that opening game as well against uh, Croatia. But that was a one pm kickoff, and. I know it will still be warm when this game kicks off. It's a 4pm kickoff. But again, we talk about scheduling. I think this is a more sort of traditional sort of kickoff for the Belgian players. I know they played sort of late, wasn't it? It was 10 o'clock at yeah. night when they played Canada. I think, you know, I, I do think that's a big disadvantage for these European teams. And, and the one thing I'd say is Canada had a game plan. They executed it greatly, but I'm not convinced. I only saw snippets of the game against Croatia. I don't think Morocco have the same kind of players, though, that can exploit those Belgian defensive deficiencies. I don't see it. You know, Sky better offering five to two on Belgium to win to nil. That's very tempting because although they're stout and resolute, I'm not sure how much attacking threat Morocco have. But I'm just going to be a little bit cautious here, Pete. I'm going to take Belgium minus a half at 2.05 to win the game. And I'll tell you what I do see here, though, Pete, with Belgium. A side that look a bit shaky in the group stages. They get through and then they'll probably crash out quite Mm. early in the uh, Mm. final stage. Yeah. Just to let uh, listeners know, we don't know what each other's selections are before we do the podcast. So we, we go in and, you know, no, I haven't got a clue what, Jimmy's going to... Yeah, it, yeah, yeah we, we do this completely independently. Um, we often agree in the Premier League. We've, we've sometimes disagreed in this tournament so far, but maybe as the patterns are sort of developing, we, uh, we're more on the same page, my friend. Yeah, Croatia-Canada next. Now, when you consider that Belgium were minus one against Canada, Croatia minus a quarter... Uh, Croatia coming off the draw against Morocco, obviously Canada coming off that 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 loss against Belgium. But you know, although Canada people saying they're unlucky, they didn't score. I think this is outstanding value Croatia, and that's going to be. Uh, I'm going to go Croatia minus a quarter, and that's going to be one of my uh, firm recommendations as well. <laughs> We've done it again, Peter. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking Croatia minus a quarter here. As you say, opened minus three quarters. Um, again, this is another game where we can possibly take a little bit from Saudi's performance against Poland, Costa Rica's performance against Japan. Again, Canada have had a long time to prepare for that game against Belgium. Had a very good game plan. What 
what the first set of games will also have allowed is the Croatian technical staff to have a look at Canada in terms of how they perform in a big tournament, where their strengths lie. Um, and Canada had a long time to prepare for that game. Now, the slight concern for me here is with an ageing squad, and I reference an ageing squad because their best players, Croatia, are their older players. How much did that early kickoff take out of Croatia when they drew 0-0 Morocco at 1pm uh, the other day, local time? I heard a stat the other day. Canada had 20-odd shots on goal and more touches in Belgium's box than Spain did against Costa Rica. Yeah, wow. they did a score. Yeah. But Spain scored seven times. Now, you can call that unlucky if you will, or you can call it sheer wastefulness. And I'm just wondering if Canada are just going to be one of those sides that look really attractive to watch, but come early next week, they'll be on a plane to go home and we'll go, oh, we really enjoyed Canada. They didn't get a point, but, you know, they were great to watch. And, you know... This is good value for me here. Uh, Croatia minus a quarter at 1.87. Excellent risk-reward because bearing in mind, Croatia did only get that draw in their opening game. They've got Belgium up last in the group. I think we're going to see a really focused effort from Croatia. I'm not convinced they're very good, but I think they're very professional and they won't be as sloppy as the Canadians. So, yeah, I'm happy to take uh, Mr Modric and his men. Um. Now the big one. And I have to confess, I will be missing the big one. I, I'm at, at a Jimmy Carr show in Peterborough. Oh, no, not the controversial Jimmy Carr <laughs> comedian. I hope he's not going to say anything <laughs> too untoward, Peter. <laughs> but, well, well, well what can we, let's, let's... I, I did have uh, Spain ranked second in this tournament. And, and so the, the match odds, um, I agree with. So I, I agree with that line. To cut it short, I'm going to go over two and three quarter goals. My ratings suggest the line should possibly be three. I mean, for the bigger, I, I mean, this game is huge. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Germany have to win. And that's, that could play into Spain's, um, you know, game plan. It, it, I think it's going to be, fa- it's going to be fantastic. Um, one thing I said before the podcast uh, well, at the preview podcast, is the team that finishes second, I think, standing an advantage in this group. Now, if Spain avoid defeat here, win or, or, or draw, they could they could finish second with Japan winning the group. Uh, you know, I, I, th- I think the team that finishes second are, are, are definitely better. I mean, obviously, though, you've got to play what's in front of you. And it looks as if, if Spain win the group, they, they will go and and play Brazil again it's a it will be a tight game but yes anything can happen here I, I think it's you know I haven't got a clue who's going to win this game but that's what I'm going to go with over three goals and Germany are going to have to really go for it this will say you know this will show us what Germany are really like I'm going to take Germany here plus a quarter of a goal Pete um, I don't envisage Germany, and this might be a really naive thing to say, but with the German mentality, I can't envisage a spot where they lose their opening two World Cup games. And that might be a silly thing to say in terms of how this may pan out, because if Japan win that game against Costa Rica, then, well, 
Germany will have to throw the kitchen sink at Spain and a draw won't be good enough. So maybe even looking to, to Germany winning mm. the game. I, 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 I think Spain's I think Spain Spain would be happy with the draw, wouldn't they? Yeah, and but sometimes that actually doesn't help you because you then end up getting into that negative almost negative mindset of sitting off and accepting things. Mm. And and if say Spain can see the goal, it's actually quite difficult to get yourself out of the mentality. I mean, at the end of the day here if Spain lose to Germany, as daft as it sounds, it's not the end of the day. If because they've they've already got a seven nil, yes, win in the bank, haven't yes, they? Yes, yes, yes. And then they'll still control their destiny in the last group game. If you know, we're assuming here that Japan beat Costa Rica, that might not happen. But if Japan do beat Costa Rica and Spain lose to Germany, as long as it's only a narrow defeat. Germany have still got a huge amount of work to do in the last group game to finish above them. So I think Spain shouldn't sit back at any point in the game, even if it's level going into the last half hour. But the natural tendencies of doing that may creep in. I'm going to take the Germans here, Pete, because it's Germany receiving a a handicap start in a major tournament with their resolute mentality. Are they as good as the German sides of the past? Probably not. I think it's a tricky spot, though, for Spain here because, you know, you've got a real chance to knock out one of the serious rivals for the tournament, especially if if Argentina struggled today. All of a sudden, this tournament's really opening up. and And in a way, I think Spain should go for it and try and knock them out. Because then, if Germany are out, Argentina are out, you're really opening the tournament up for themselves. But yeah, I'm going to take the Germans plus a quarter of a goal at 1.89. Right, let's uh, go through this then. I'm going to go under two and a half goals, 1.85, Japan, Costa Rica. Uh, Belgium minus a half, 2.05 against Morocco, Croatia. Uh, minus a quarter, 1.87. And that is a, 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 a highly recommended bet as well. And over two and three quarters at 1.9 in the Spain-Germany match. So for me, folks, a bit of a parrot here, just repeating a lot of what Peter's just said. Japan-Costa Rica taking the under two and a half goals. Then moving on to the Belgium-Morocco game, I'm going to take Belgium minus a half a goal. The other group game in Group F, um, on Sunday, Croatia, Canada, going to take Croatia minus a quarter of a goal at 1.87. And then in the finale, the big one, Spain against Germany, I'm going to take uh, the Germans, Alemannia, plus quarter of a goal. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be an incredible game, Peter. Better than a Jimmy Carr concert, let's say <laughs> that way. <laughs> Right, we shall be back uh, tomorrow morning for uh, Monday's uh, matches and uh, good luck over the weekend, everybody. Best of luck, everybody.